0: Hello there, I'm Kiyos and Maker, and on this episode of The Monday Mindset, we're going to discuss, Love Requires One to be Strong, Part One. It is the weak who are cruel, gentleness can only be expected from the strong, Leo Rostin. To live in love is life's greatest challenge. It requires more subtly flexibility, sensitivity, understanding, acceptance, tolerance, knowledge, and strength than any other human endeavor or emotion. For love and the actual world make up what seem like two great contradictory forces. Dr. Leo We are taught to live, but we are never taught to love life. We are taught to see life as a prerequisite into the domestication of our mind, body, and soul, to those who dare determine what it means to be human. Those who refuse domestication, those who choose to love life are seen as a threat to the false reality this world dares to create. Those who love life live in the essential reality, contradicting the false reality that has been programmed and curated to domesticate the individual. The struggle is real for the essential realist, for each and every day life tests our resolve to see whether we will stay true or fall into domestication. Granted, we all have our moments of weakness, but can you maintain balance? Can you stay true regardless of the moments of weakness by holding yourself accountable to continue to pursue the art of living? This contradiction is a parasite within. It is a true challenge for the essential realist. For the parasite may infect the very loved ones we hold dear, or tempt us further into domestication, and fully lose the self, replaced with a hive mentality. The contradiction is dangerous, it is tactical, and at times enticing. For the contradiction obfuscates accountability, self-awareness, mindfulness, key tenets in the essential reality the true threats of the false reality. On the one hand, man may know that only being vulnerable can he truly offer and accept love. At the same time, he knows that if he reveals his vulnerability In daily life, he often runs the risk of being misused, taken advantage of. Dr. Leo. Being a man, I can attest for this. Now I should probably preface this by saying that this series um, this little mini series in the Monday Mindset will probably be, you know, a little more focused on a male perspective, um, seeing as this book was written by a man. Um, but generally, the book is written about love, um, where I'm prefacing a lot of my um, quotes from. But um, the last couple chapters are clearly more focused on a man's perspective on love. So I'm just pref- prefacing that um so people can understand the perspective where I'm going to be coming from. Um but you know, you when you listen to that quote um it's so true, you know. <laughs> um we live in a time now where um just as much as the Threat upon womanhood is going on, there is one upon men. Um, and um, I think, even for men, you know, for us, the struggle of the balance between, um, you know, being, you know, true to who you are as an individual and as a man but also maintaining the balance of you know being someone who is honest and at times vulnerable when necessary um you know to pretend as if you know we do not have a masculine and fem- feminine side is foolish it's no different than than women um but you know it's um and uh I think for for being a man um, and just being vulnerable is a bit of a um, <laughs> double-edged sword, um, you know. Because you know, being as a man, we you know, I know that in order to truly gain, you know, wholehearted love. I must be, you know, also wholehearted, wholeheartedly open with myself and also aspects of my vulnerability. But, you know, like I said, it is a double-edged sword because, you know, a man can be vulnerable, but then at the same time seem weak or pathetic (laughs) or even feminine when all man is trying to do is just be himself and express a side of him that needs comfort, um, or advice, or support, or just to be listened to, to be comfort. And, you know, oftentimes that is used against us or, you know, that is brushed aside or not even acknowledged. Um... But at the same time, you know, we have to, I guess you could say, still take the chance. Still um, at times be vulnerable, even when it might seem against our favor. And I think that is also part of the the crux of it all is that um, sometimes, you know, men, men are needed to be vulnerable, even at the expense of their, their pride. (laughs) Um, And sometimes it is, it is a necessary lesson. And sometimes it's a self-sacrifice. You know, we've, being a man you know you, we've all had moments in our life where we've had to you know sacrifice our pride for our vulnerability and sometimes it's in our favor but most often than not it is uh it's not and you know we've we've all been in those situations where um, where you know we are, you know, and this is a, you know being a man in your in a relationship or you're you know dating a girl or what have you. Or even if you've been in her been with her long term, you know, you know you may be moments where you're vulnerable, where you're opening up, where you're letting them in a little bit because you feel safe, you feel comfortable around them, and um, then you know somewhere along the line in the future they end up using that vulnerability against you to hurt you to manipulate you suppress you um, to take advantage of you and you know you're in that moment you're asking yourself you know what was the point you know you 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 speak words out of comfort and and hoping that they'll be safe and secured and and listened to and now they're being used to hurt you your own, you know, your own emotions, your own life experiences being used to hurt you. And it's, and, you know, at the same time, it's like, for what? <laughs> for what? For sex? For for pleasure? I, and I think a lot of men kind of ask themselves that, what was what was the point? And then they become more guarded or more abusive to themselves or to others, or they become someone completely opposite of who they are. And, um, you know, and it's unfortunate because even in those moments where your vulnerability is used against you, you know, you end up being the one that's apologizing. (laughs) You end up being the one that has to to make up for the behavior that is is displayed upon you. And it is a cycle that can happen over and over again. But then at the same time, you know, we... (laughs) You know, whether it is to pretend and lie with your vulnerability or you know you you still either way or have to as a man have to give up a sense of your vulnerability in order to attract or gain desire from the opposite sex and even for you know the the tyrones and the pookies and whatnot. They understand how to use, you know, manipulative vulnerability. And women seem to enjoy that. Um, But then you have men out there at the same time who are just trying to live a life worth living and build a family worth dying for. And their vulnerability is... Is exploited and used against them, and at times cost them their lives. It's all so messy and and so deranged. Yet here we are trying to maintain our manhood, but at the same time our vulnerability. But there are moments where you have to pick and choose. And how is that any fair or any right? And you know I'm. I can assume that people, or I shouldn't assume, but I can speculate that people can hear in my voice that I'm not speaking from a place of, you know, anger or, um, you know, any, you know, anything like that. No, there's no anger in my voice. It's, it's general compassion and, and in general, just, you know, it's disappointing that here we are in this, in this day and age. And, uh, You know, when there was a time where being a man and, you know, being able to maintain, you know, your status and your vulnerability hand in hand was seen as respectable and um, admirable. But now they're trying to just, you know, deconstruct them both and, you know. Turn men into these, you know, these weak puppets, these cuckold puppets. I don't know what else to say. It's, 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 uh, it's disappointing to see where Western society is dragging men into and turning women into. It's all. So disappointing and sad, and even you know, for men, it's just how, how, you know, how are we supposed to navigate this world when you know our vulnerability vulnerability is always at a constant threat, as Doctor Leo says, as being misused or taken advantage of. You know, there are so many countless stories of men who, whether you know they've been married or in the relationship for five years or 10 years or 20 years, that all of a sudden they end up realizing that they've been misused and taken advantage of, <laughs> whether it's by raising children that were never theirs to begin with or never being loved and appreciated to begin with. It's it's such a such a sad and confusing and dangerous time to be a man. <laughs> People will think my words are you know anti-woman or whatever, misogynistic or anything like that nonsense. And it's not. It's just being wholeheartedly honest, you know? It, 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 you know, there are it's just about life experiences and just sharing what it feels and what happens. And it's you know, and, and for me it, you know, I don't I don't want any of this for for men or for women. I think, you know, the way you know the feminist ideology and Western society is, is is steering women is is horrible just as much as the way they're trying to steer men. And, uh, it's a disadvantage for, for both sexes and, and, um, and I'm, I'm being honest, but I also have to speak from the only perspective I know that's the male perspective. Um, but, you know, and, and if you can hear from my voice, this is me being vulnerable. <laughs> um, this is me being honest, um, and there's no cruelty in my words and no anger or malice, but it, it's, you know, it, it is forcing men to to lie about their vulnerability to protect their vulnerability from being misused or taken advantage of. And, and sometimes, you know, it, uh, it's not even good. It's not enough. <laughs> but I think we as men you know, are, you know, as as the veil continues to be lifted upon the entire world, so do the mistreatment of men's vulnerability. And, you know, men are slowly waking up, not as fast as they should, um, but, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's apparent here and there. Um, and even for, for women who are also kind of waking up to the, You know, the parasitic mind of this Western, you know, uh, feminine movement and ideology now that's, you know, permeating throughout Western culture. Um, But even for men, you know, they are seeing what this feminine movement is doing to, um, you know, men's culture and they're seeing what it's doing to women's culture and, and they don't want anything to do with it, you know. And I'm speaking of men who deal in the essential reality, not the false reality. Not the men who pay for attention from women with, for, in the hopes of receiving, you know, some form of validation or sex or pleasure. I'm not talking about the simps and the betas and the cucks. I'm talking about the essential realists of men. Who are, who have opted out of such um, parasitic um, addictions. And uh, they are navigating this world trying to avoid being misused and taken advantage of. And those are who I speak of. Um, And they continue to take risks and be vulnerable. Um, But they are more sturdy and more confident in their moments of vulnerability and the level of vulnerability. Because for men, you know, every day, you know, any moment of vulnerability for us can be looked at as weakness, can be looked at as, you know, being used against us, um, at the same time, you know there are times where we, we don't have any other option but we have to be vulnerable. but it's how you are able to handle yourself in that moment of vulnerability that is the deciding factor on how you and others will perceive your, perceive your actions and perceive your vulnerability and how you navigate being, Navigate, you know, avoiding the possibilities in the moments of, you know, people or even women that you are interested in or who are interested in you from misusing you or taking advantage of you, short-term or long-term. Um, but this is the world that we live in now. And uh, I hope in time that such ideology and way of life and... Behavior will evaporate. He senses that if he holds a part of himself in reserve to protect his vulnerability, he will always receive in return only the partial love he gives. So, the only chance he has for death of love is to give all that he has. Yet, he discovers that when he gives all that he has, he is often left with little or nothing in return. Dr. Leo. Damn if you do, damn if you don't. The vulnerability of a man. Modern women claim to seek it out yet disgusted when such a presence is revealed. How can a man truly be loved if he is only able to express aspects of his love? How can a man be loved completely if he is only desired partially? I ask you, ladies, have you ever asked yourself, why do you love only partially, yet desire and expect the totality of our love. For man to offer the totality of his love is to offer his soul up to exploitation, abuse, and deterioration of the mind, body, and identity, becoming domesticated to a false identity formulated by the exploitation of his very being, leaving the husk of a former man composed of selfish vindictive programming of the opposite sex. Weak men, this world grows full of such broken, weak men. They want you to be weak and broken. A man who stands on his own, who walks in his morals and creed, denying the simplification of his being towards undesirables. Women who are unworthy, of even a partial aspect of his vulnerability. Every day a man's battle for his very identity is always constantly being challenged and upended by feminist ideology that wishes to destroy the very meaning of being a man. For my brothers, I say damn it all. Stay true to yourself. Focus on the path. Develop the fortitude to embrace the art of living, to become self-actualized in the very being, to learn to love yourself first and foremost, to develop the strength and to be confident in who you are, your uniqueness, your individuality. No woman has any right to take that away from you. So do not dispense yourself to those undesirables who wish it so. You are more than meets the eye you are the best version of yourself. He knows he must trust and believe in love, for it's the only approach to love. Yet, if he expresses his trust and belief, society doesn't hesitate to abuse him and take him for a fool. Dr. Leo. Man must love secretly. He must hide his trust in love. Society will take his love and abuse such. A man open with his belief in love and trust for such will be ridiculed, disrespected and ostracized by the very society he dares to express his love. A man who loves openly is seen as weak, pathetic and easily manipulated. So he resides himself, isolates himself from the love he wishes to express. He begins to hate his love, for society has taught him so, or he is abused into believing so. Worse yet, man is pushed so far over the edge that he extinguishes himself. Extinguishing himself due to the callousness, carelessness, narcissistic. Narcissistic vindictiveness the opposite sex expresses towards him. So man hides his love, for he fears losing his life to it. How sad and lonely men can be at times, knowing that their love is not something to be valued and appreciated and praised, but to be exploited, to be manipulated and controlled, to be killed or tortured for the very existence of one's self or for one who chooses to love, to leave such toxic waters. What more do you want from us? We build the world, we take the beatings, we take the bullets. We take charge and make change, even at the very expense of our own lives. Out of service for others and for those we love. Yet now, such masculine perception and way of life is looked at as the very destruction of our world, aiming to corrupt men with feminist ideology that castrates them from their individuality, from their intention of being a man. Even then, they want nothing to do with the very monster they have advocated and desired. They are disgusted by, repulsed by, and continue to chase after the very thing that has ran them through towards the wall. My words may seem harsh and misogynistic, how quaint, how foolish, and how ironic that such misandry can go unpunished and unchallenged. While they demand us to pay for their OnlyFans, their bills and kids' meals, to stop existing to stop being men when their very own feminist ideology is being used against them to erase what it means to be a woman, to have their own sports category or bathroom. Classic modern feminine behavior, self-sabotage, but at a grand scale. And all man wishes to do is to love and be loved, truly, wholeheartedly to build a life worth living for, to build a family worth fighting for, to build a legacy worth dying for, to be what we are made for, to exist as we are, to love without impunity, to be valued for who we are as individuals, not as disposable or a vending machine of material things. Are we truly so foolish for such a desire? I ask you ladies to reflect on such words. If he has hope in love and he knows that it's only with this hope that he can make the dream of of an all-loving humanity a reality, society ridicules him as an idealistic dreamer. Dr. Leo. It's funny how <laughs> you know it, it's so funny how beings, you know, if you're a man who stands on a at a pedestal in the middle of the of a city and you know, advocates for peace and loving humanity and and advocating for everyone to be the best versions of themselves through self-actualization and mindfulness teachings, you'd be looked at as a sociopath, crazy, disturbed, <laughs> for speaking positive words out in public for advocating for accountability, for advocating for healthy lifestyle, for exercise. You'd be looked at as a, a supremacist, a phobia addict, <laughs> what have you. Only for advocating for peace in humanity through improvement of oneself, I find that fascinating that we live in such a time. But, you know, that seems to be the, um, you know, the, one of the major factors in the collapse of a society or an empire, you should say more like it. And, you know, that is where we are. That is what we're living through right now. And here I am speaking such words of positivity and strength in oneself and accountability and being the best version of yourself. And I would be looked at as a heretic if I were to speak these words on a pedestal in public. But, you know, as... Marcus Tullius Serio once said, the closer the collapse of an empire, the crazier its laws. And soon you will see such laws against such positive affirmations and words of advocacy. But that seems to be the deciding factor, whether or not we become individuals Of essential reality or individuals of the false reality. And you see that play out. You know, why is it that society would ridicule those out there who say there is hope? We can be better. We should be better. We should advocate for being better. Why is it that people who reveal the truth and hope for change are executed for such revelations? Why is it that we live in a world and society that promotes and celebrates those who destroy the idealistic dreamer? the worship of the cult of personalities, the worship of such destructive ideologies and mentality, that purposely hunts, suppresses, and destroys the idealistic dreamer. One founded through men. Yet at the same time, those men are looked at as threats. To love oneself and to hope and love for others is a threat. How are we supposed to maintain our humanity if that is the state of being that is being advertised to us all? Even for someone as myself, who hopes in love, wonders how far can I go to maintain such strength through these dark times. And in those moments, I realize, well, it is who I am. And to deny myself is to deny the essential reality. So I stay true to my idealistic dream mentality. If I didn't, this, pa- this podcast wouldn't exist these words would not be spoken. So for me, I maintain my truth. I maintain my balance, even during my moments of weakness. I maintain my ideals, my morals, my code, my creed and I pursue my dreams. These words I speak are for those who think and feel as me, for those who want to, for those who dare to. I understand that such positive words are rare in such an honest format, but What do I have to hide? I already love myself. Yet, he knows that love isn't to be sought after. It's everywhere. And to search is self-deception and a charade. Dr. Leo When you chase after love, you find yourself chasing a delusion. You begin to convince yourself that love truly exists. Love created in your mind and in your loins. Look towards these men who pay for fake love of these explicit content creators. will spoil them with gifts from their wish list and shower them with words of praise, validation, and lies in the hopes of gaining their favor and getting in between their thighs. To be the one to sweep them off their feet and turn that Instagram page to private. Look towards the men chasing after women by spoiling them, convincing, convincing themselves that they got her locked down, and all they're doing is selling themselves out. Selling out their bank account, selling out their emotional well-being, selling out their mental health, selling out their semen, selling out their identity, and worse, selling out their love for a woman who never truly saw them to begin with. You're chasing a charade. No, you are chasing a mirage. You became dehydrated in the chase that gave way to manipulation of your very being that has caused you to be lost in a nightmare they paint as a dream. Like the songs of a siren, you sail towards your very doom. So man must look towards. He must look towards himself. He must reserve his love for himself. He must love for I. For love will find him as fast as the universe conspires in his favor to be in love. I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Monday Mindset. To learn more about myself and how you can support the Monday Mindset, head over to my Patreon page at Ronin Art and Music. That's Ronan Art and Music. If you're interested in reaching out, follow me on social media. On Twitter, Ronan Art and Music or at me at Kios Ronin. K-O-I-O-S-R-O-N-I-N. On Instagram, follow me at Ronan R underscore music. And if you prefer to email Hit me up at the Monday Mindset 009 at gmail.com. That's the Monday Mindset 009 at gmail.com. And that is all lowercase. If you're listening to this on your preferred streaming service, please make sure to subscribe. If you're listening on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. Leave a comment and a review and slap that notification bell